0: Welcome to Block by Block with Zach, brought to us by Neighborhood Housing Services of Southern Nevada. I'm Zach Schellhammer, and we're broadcasting from the NHSSN studio in downtown Las Vegas, episode two. Joining me today is Terry Castillo, principal of Harvey and Dondero Elementary School, right here in Las Vegas. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. I'm so
1: excited to be guest number two.
0: Yes. Welcome. (laughs) And thank you for being guest number two. (laughs) and thank you for taking the time to talk to us today as when i saw that it was world teacher day coming up on october 5th all i could think of was you'd be the perfect person
1: Thank you. I appre- yes. I'm humbled. That is very <laughs> humbling. I
0: appreciate that. We were working a lot with you. NHSSN has nice. this last couple months with Dondero and yourself. We did some amazing things uh-huh. like a teacher give back. And then some exciting things are coming up that we'll, we'll announce later. So you have to stay tuned okay. for the exciting I will news. Yes. The word. Yes. Not until <laughs> later. <laughs> but first, I just wanted to get to know you a little bit. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your history with, with education because you, um, you are a school principal.
1: I am. It's so exciting. How does
0: that happen? <laughs> I,
1: I will, I, you'll get my whole story. Oh, good. Oh, So, for, I want to thank you for oh, the sure. teacher giveaway at the All beginning right. of the school year. Um, the teachers still talk about it. Awesome. And just so amazing. It's such a so wonderful cool. thing to see their faces light up and just get them supplies that they will need. So yeah, my journey. Um, it's a long one. I am oh. so excited that I've just started my twenty-fourth year oh, wow. in education. Wow. All of my years proudly served right here in Clark County.
0: Wow. So awesome. I was born
1: and raised in Pennsylvania. I am an East Coast Farm oh, my
0: girl. God. I'm from Pennsylvania, Where too. There? Allentown.
1: Okay. Oh, my gosh. I'm from Milton, get up. Um, about wow. an hour north of Harrisburg. Wow. So, like, okay. near Lewisburg, my mom worked at Bucknell University, that whole area. Okay. That's funny. That,
0: that's why party. we get along. Okay. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> and so, I went to college um, at Drew University in Madison, New Jersey, so right outside okay. of New York City. I was ready hmm. to oh, yeah. enjoy the city. And so I actually had a double major in Spanish and political science. Wow. So education was nowhere on my radar. I thought I was going into international relations, going to be an ambassador, <laughs> oh. change the world. Um, so I relocated to Las Vegas in 1998. I was working on my uh, master's degree in Spanish, actually. And, you know, starving college student. I was living oh. off of my grad school stipend. And I had this idea. I thought, well, I'm fluent in Spanish. Mm -hmm. I bet I could just sub for the school district Uh um, in high school Spanish classes, earn a little extra money. So I called the school district Uh and just chatting with them. And they said, wait a second, you already have your master, you already Mm -hmm. have your bachelor's degree. I said, well, I have two Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you're bilingual. (laughs) I said, yep, one of them is in Spanish. And at that point they were piloting a program Mm -hmm. called the Alternative Route to Licensure, ARL, which is still... Um, it's an alternative pathway to licensure, which is okay, still and in still effect. Still here still exists. Today. Okay, cool. Um, I would think I was cohort five. That's oh, how wow.
0: long <laughs> <how laughs>
1: I've been doing this. Um, and it was for bilingual education. Right. So back then, they still had bilingual classrooms where um, you would teach the kids first in Spanish, in this mm. case, in their native language, okay. and then they would transition. Um, little by little into the English language, as awesome. far as education, fully into English, and so they said, if you are willing to give three years commitment, um, then we will put you through the master's program and we'll pay for it. Awesome. So at that point, that you know, that was kind yeah, of a no-brainer. We'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> and so now it's been twenty-four years.
0: Wow.
1: So I was a classroom so teacher. You started as a,
0: as a teacher yes. in, in Spanish or any specific so subject? So I
1: believe um, I was, I've always done ESL. I've okay. mostly, my whole career has mostly been title one schools, okay. high bilingual population. Got it. So I did the actual bilingual classrooms for about three or four years and they would transition, the district kind of transitioned to the ESL model, Got it. but I've always taught the ESL kids. Awesome. Um, so I was a classroom teacher for 10 years. Right. I taught kinder first and fifth grade specifically. Um, Then I spent another eight years in different roles, learning strategist. I supported Mm -hmm. some grants here in the district, the Striving Readers. So I was a literacy coach in high knees areas. I worked with the Zoom initiative. Uh I ran reading centers for EL students. So exciting. And then from there, I transitioned into administration. So I was appointed as the assistant principal at Ortwine Elementary School over in oh, Southern Highlands. Okay. We opened up that one. All so right. I mean, to start wow. my administrative that's, career on that high note, <laughs> <it> was amazing. <laughs> I was there for two and a half years and then I was appointed as a principal at Don Darrow and that's where I currently am.
0: So you didn't expect to get into this. So this wasn't exactly like right. your passion that you were like, oh my God, let me be into teaching so did you you fell in love with it as you went in yes
1: I am not gonna lie it is hard it It looks
0: really hard (laughs) hard.
1: and especially when I had no background in it right um but I will tell you it was the kids Mm. and the families and I always joke that I have guardian angels Mm. all around me um you know because when you you were literally thrown into the classroom in that situation which is good. It's on-the-job right. teaching, but I was always surrounded with people that just kind of pulled me along and said, oh. this is how we do it.
0: And being, t- I was 20 years ago-ish, yeah. you've seen technology change so much in yeah. the classroom. And is it is it better or worse?
1: Um, double-edged sword, <laughs> no, yes. right? Yeah. We've done some amazing things with technology, okay. and I think the pandemic really mm. brought that out. Yeah. We were forced right. literally overnight totally. to yes. transition To a technological platform. Got it. Um, So the things that we were able to accomplish and that we've continued to implement are amazing. The other side of that comes with how entrenched kids then got in social media Mm -hmm. and, you know, some of the the more dicey parts that comes right, along with that exactly so i feel but like it's yeah, just a lot of-
0: always yeah that's technology double-edged yes, sword all the it way really is. all the way and you you started out thinking you were going to change the world in one way and here you are changing the world <laughs> oh, in another way thank
1: you I hope, I hope i am i hope i am
0: well i always said when i was really small child i was going to be a teacher yeah. and i thought school teacher but I just turned out to be like more like a real estate coach, consultant, teacher in different ways. So we all end up doing our own Me too. thing. But as they say, you know, you're, you're manifesting for one thing, but it's really just the end result that you yeah, get. It is. And that's what happens. And it's so there. funny. And
1: I remember um, just thinking about that, mm. you know, I kind of think all the signs were there all along. Right? I remember <laughs> When I was growing up, my parents um, loved antiques. Mm. And mm. I remember they had an old, um, an old desk, you know, with that, you would slide into right. and the, the top would.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, the yeah. old heart. Yeah, like wood, the roller thing. yeah yes. uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: And I remember for hours just sitting there playing teacher and, <laughs> you know, and it, it kind of popped Little back did you know. into my mind <laughs> you know, a couple of weeks ago. And I was thinking about this. I thought, oh, my gosh, it's always there. And my mm. high school Spanish teacher was one of my main influences, I think, in me going in to learn mm. Spanish, yeah. but just her, the way she taught. Oh. also was just had such a great influence in me yes. um, overall so i think the sign for always there
0: it's good to know that kids still, I mean, from the outside looking in, it looks like kids want to learn less, but is that they don't. true? They, nope. they really are open and nope. willing? They do. Awesome.
1: Um, and I feel like that even being back in the classroom, I know, me too, <laughs> <Yes>. right? <laughs> you know, coming back after the pandemic, mm. kids were in these little boxes on computer screens right. for almost two years, right? right? Yeah. It was very disconnecting yeah. and divisive. So coming back, we were all kind of wondering that. Exactly. And um, I have been... I've gotten to sub in classrooms, mm. a lot of classrooms this oh, year, cool. you know, just yes. with, um, well, I guess that's know, both. Filling in. <laughs> <That's> I know. <laughs> that's cool
0: enough. Like, sure, yes, right? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: But I love it. I will always be a teacher. The classroom is one oh. of my favorite places and there is such a thirst. The kids have, oh, good. They want Amazing. to learn. I love that. I do I love too. That.
0: And you're in elementary. So what grades does that go up? So it yeah. like kinder to what? So we're or actually first pre-K. Okay.
1: Pre-K through fifth grade.
0: Awesome that's an important time really yes. important time so that's awesome but that does lead us since you're subbing and principaling <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask what teachers need as with the neighborhood housing give back we basically for those who weren't with us at the time we um, surprised your teachers <laughs> With a give back, as usually we're raising school supplies, a lot of people raise, uh, get school supplies and stuff for kids yes. and the parents, but this time we went out and did it directly for the teachers. As, and I had learned through that, that the statistic was that teachers spent about $800 yeah. out of pocket. This is the highest year ever um, for school supplies to help their kids. Yeah. And we always knew that school teachers did that, but that's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, it's one of our, our CB&E residents said that's a lot of good outfits that they could have been buying for <laughs> school. <Right. laughs> no and I think that a lot of people would or should ask why. Why are teachers spending the money? Clearly, that leads to the question of what are they lacking and, right. and why. Yeah. Tell me a bit about it. It's a big question, but yes. yes. What?
1: It is a Help. Big It's a great <laughs> yeah. question to ask, though. And, I you know, having um, been in the classroom for 10 years, um, I did it myself. Right. Um, and I... I feel like it was needs. It was mm. supplies, right? right? There's never well, enough, yeah. There was never enough copy paper or crayons, mm. consumables, things right. that kids go through quickly. Um, exactly. For the kinder classroom, those darn glue sticks—they okay. <laughs> seem to eat, right?
0: Fond memories. <laughs> I,
1: know, I know, but just those things that would go through so quickly right. that schools maybe not were not mm. able to keep up with right. as far as supplies right. because you're trying to invest money in. You know, in people in your right. manpower, Got it. Um, supplies. Su- sometimes supplies oh. take the backseat. Right. Also, curriculum. Mm. You know, teachers didn't. Sometimes teachers might have not felt like they didn't have what they needed to mm. teach, right. as far as books and lessons okay. and things like that. And I remember teaching in bilingual classrooms. There were very very few Hello. actual. Um, instructional materials in Spanish. So I was well, either creating my own things or looking to see what mm-hmm. I could buy. And you're you're willing to do it, right? Sure. It's, just, it, it's well, such a huge well, help. because you want
0: to teach, so you're going to do what you got to do to teach. You got to do. So that exactly. so the school does not get enough funds. For the teachers is that
1: so I feel the like traditionally because it's all one you know it all comes right. out of your budget you right. pay your staffing your supplies sure. everything out of your budget and i feel like that kind of traditionally mm. may have been the case okay. with the esser money mm. the COVID relief money mm. that's come down i'm pretty comfortable in saying we have pretty that's healthy awesome. budgets now awesome. i'm really i am very very hopeful that that part will be taken care of. And also the last three years, the district CCSD has been investing in buying curriculum district wide for teachers. So we have a math curriculum. We now have a science curriculum. This year they rolled out our literacy, our reading curriculum. So they're buying those programs for us and training us to use them. So I am very, very hopeful that that part of it will go away.
0: And, um, and that's COVID relief money. So is that going to continue?
1: Um, uh, any
0: thoughts think it on that?
1: Ends 2024. Okay. So we're in that okay. kind of that, right. that last hurrah.
0: Well, give them a good example of what works. So hopefully they'll they'll think about that. <laughs> I know. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yes. What is the biggest challenge that teachers face today?
1: You know, I, it's, there are a few. The one thing I was kind of in my mind when I was driving here mm. thinking, what is that one thing that I uh, hear? And it's yes. behavior. Uh kids coming back you know we were offline for almost two years so in that it's um kids were learning that gosh they were logging on Mm -hmm. they were giving it their efforts the families were supportive but you just you miss those learner behaviors that you just don't get when you're face-to-face in a classroom Mm -hmm. right that stamina you know working from reading sitting down and reading five minutes to ten minutes you know you need that coach right beside you yes um the stamina the perseverance when you get to that math pro- that math problem that's really difficult mm-hmm. and having that coach and that cheerleader and that little mm-hmm. guidance there to work to get you through it um Let's those things see. that you just that just don't okay. translate across okay. a video screen right and right. so th- and the behaviors um have come kids for trauma kids went through a lot of trauma wow. maybe that we don't see yeah. i know that i have kids yeah. that have lost family members That have lost Mm. houses, and family members have lost jobs, Mm. and even when we were online, being able to look into their homes and you see
0: what their daily lives are like, it was
1: very eye-opening. You know, it really gave us a good, gave me anyway, a good perspective on what we really were dealing with. So the behaviors are different. Mm. So now teachers are trying to manage, uh, you know, find that balance between being now a therapist. Mm. And an instructor. Yes. And I've had so many teachers oh. come to me and say, "Terry, I wasn't trained for this." And I said, "You know what? I wasn't either." But we're gonna we're gonna figure <laughs> we're gonna this figure out. out. So yeah. I have added okay. um, a little extra extra support to my. My counseling staff so now i have okay. a school counselor i have a safe school professional formerly known as social workers i created a position for a social emotional learning strategist so just really adding in those extra supports because we're all learning together yes you know this is this is not what they taught us in mm. those education yeah. courses
0: that's a good point and i mean it leads me to think about it. it's just hard to be a human anyway yes Period, yes. um, just to get out there. I know from in the workforce, just going from high school or college into quote real world. It's so hard to know how to function if we haven't been taught that, and just getting out and mingling and being social. We are social creatures, but not until it is like activated. Yes, and then there's that fear, and I'm sure. I mean, kids have the most fear of social interaction and how it's going to go and how embarrassing it could be and you yes. know to get to this point you know now we're not embarrassed about anything so, <laughs> that's
1: so true uh, but i think so you're that's, absolutely yeah. right i mean and sometimes they don't have those role models right they're counting on teachers yes. to be that role model for them
0: and that's we had a had a video a while ago of how how teachers change your life oh, at the yes. office to see and oh. that was the most Probably answer, I'd say, was that someone mentored them and yeah. kind of brought them out from the, the shell that they knew and come from. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it got them out of that and and kind of taught them how to be. So definitely, we need that. Yes. So Well, I'm glad they're back and we that too. And, uh, you're just, helping with that.
1: Yes, teaching them to be c- learning who you they know. are it's and awesome. to be totally comfortable with that because they are such amazing kids out there
0: and in this brand new world with a focus on who you really are that's yeah. awesome that you're focusing on it so thank you yeah thank oh you.
1: gosh it's, <laughs> it's you know, yes. i love it it's just that human mm-hmm. connection and one of the passion projects mm-hmm. that i'm working on this year is home visits
0: oh, okay um
1: so really getting to know the families
0: uh-huh. um, you know
1: what is your story everyone has a story
0: Yes. And, definitely. And it makes you who you are. And that's what the show's all about. I love it.
1: And it makes you who you are. And so that's been my thing this year. Like, what's your story? Ah, and top, okay. stopping to take time for the kids' stories and the family okay. stories. So
0: you're actually going to homes yes. for that reason. Yes. That's amazing. I know.
1: So we're going to start. Uh, yeah, we're going to start actually doing the visits. And my then it kind of, I went to a conference over the summer and I met an amazing teacher who started, mm. she was high school. Um, English teacher from Denver mm-hmm. who had her students start podcasts during the pandemic. Okay. And I thought, oh my gosh, that media part was so important. So I'm going oh. to start seeing if we, if with the family's permission, of course, if they'll right. let us record oh, yeah. and then start yeah. getting their stories out. Definitely. And then I thought having the students maybe interview their families. Yes. You know, get, yes. You know getting their perspective oh. on and giving it, giving mm-hmm. and getting their perspective on. That would family. be
0: awesome. Cause they don't know the kids often don't know the parents' stories right? either. Exactly. That's so cool. So powerful. Or their history. That's a big one with me, like yeah. family history. Right. Like learn those things while you can. Yeah. Awesome. So that kind of takes the place of, I mean, I remember open houses back in the day mm-hmm. and that was Pennsylvania. So yes. <laughs> it was small town. Everybody got the chance to talk to right. the teachers and get to know them. But I often think about that here in the city I love city living, but there's just so many people in yes. those situations that during an open house, I'm sure they don't get all the time they need. Yes. So that's awesome that you're implementing that. That's yes. really cool. We've lost a lot of opportunities. It's
1: crazy. Um, I love for it. That. I know, thank, I'm good. so excited yes. too. Like I said, it's a it's a passion project of mine. We're just gonna yeah launch it this year and see where it takes Ooh. us so.
0: and then in turn so that was the biggest challenge for teachers is it kind of hand in hand with what the biggest challenge for kids is well, what is that their challenge it's the same I think it's, it's, it's all it comes goodness. to behavior and connection yes okay
1: and i think you know we had talked a little mm. bit about the technology before mm. um it has been so amazing you know if right. a, a child is sick for a day or two mm. um they have they now have a chromebook Oh, that's that cool. They can be connected with the teacher. They Amazing. can be, you know, keeping up on learning things like that. Oh, but I along get, with yeah. it comes, we are in this whole new world with social media mm. and kids connecting that oh. way, which I love my social media. I am not knocking it sure. at all. But I just <laughs> feel like we need to take that time to show kids how to use it responsibly and positively.
0: Definitely. Definitely. It can be
1: such a positive influence. And I really want kids to, to focus in on that using it, you know, right. for good.
0: Is there anything parents can help with? Are they doing what they need to or I, I, anything you tell really them? Yes.
1: Parents are really yeah. trying. I just, you know, so. be monitoring your kids. Be no. peeking over their shoulders. My no. da- I have two daughters. They're 21 <laughs> and 17, and I troll them
0: all the time. <laughs> you're, still, you're still trolling.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, just be involved. Yeah. Know what they're doing. Because sure. there are times when I, you know, something uh, has come up and I talk to a parent. Yeah. And it's, oh, my gosh, I didn't know. Be on right. their... Be on their social Which media. Which is a
0: lot of, that's a full-time job just it there. Is. I mean, it's a full-time job being a parent, but then they've got to monitor every internet interaction because there's a lot. That's a whole it's, It just has another. And I think yes. limit it, right? Yeah, Focus definitely. on that
1: one-to-one connection, what you're doing with your yes. kids. Oh my gosh, that nighttime, oh. that bedtime story. Yes. Go back to that.
0: Yeah, that. real real actual books. Yeah. I'm still a fan. Of I know. I am, book.
1: Too. <laughs> I keep a lot of books on my phone because it's easy, yes. but oh my gosh, there's nothing like having that exactly. book in your hand. It
0: takes I- your brain somewhere else. <laughs> there's something different. I'm sure there's some got to get a scientist on here to talk about books, but <laughs> I'm sure there's some kind of like step in the brain that just does something differently. I don't know, because it does with me like even digitally reading does not do the same as right. a paper book. Yes, it's almost therapeutic.
1: Yes, and oh. what I love too with the, this new literacy mm-hmm. curriculum that the district has, and the teachers have said it. Oh my gosh, these kids they have their own they have their own book. They're, it's yep. consumable, so the okay. the district will replace it each year, oh, and wow. oh, there are built in margins where the kids are annotating.
0: Oh wow! Okay, notes. cool. And I thought, oh my gosh, this, good. Is
1: how it, this is like old school stuff, right? Right. Old is new again. <laughs> but it's all new again, exactly. <laughs> but it's just so powerful to have kids yep. connecting with their thinking, what they're, you know, as they're reading. And like you said, yep. you just, you know, That's something. it's because I know I have, I belong to a book club. And every time I start a new book, I'm like, oh. okay, I'm going to stop and do my notes, my <laughs> digital notes. And then I just get going I'm like, Okay. But just, there's nothing like picking up that um, pencil and paper and exactly. jotting down your thoughts,
0: right? Yes, and it. I mean, with with the. I mean, it's another an, another tool in the tool box yes. of learning that everything or, or something. There's more out there in the world okay. than what might be in their world. Because so that was really big for me. It Was just growing up in small town, oh. PA, could not find anybody like me, yes. and. Then you find the books, and they're like really great with people, and you connect with people that way too. So it's Absolutely. another. Even with the internet, you still don't make that connection right. to see that wow, someone really is on their level and yes. thinks just like them, and oh, they're not—they're not alone, oh. which is so important.
1: Oh gosh, I'm so, so glad important. you said. That. Yes. I just love that. It's true. Yeah. Books are that universal, and it doesn't matter what language they're in. Exactly, they have that. They it's just unites. that
0: connection. Yeah. So switching gears a little bit, yeah. we always ask, what does affordable housing mean to you? Oh gosh, As with uh, <laughs> with neighborhood housing, we are <laughs> a, an affordable housing, financial literacy nonprofit. So we like to get the word out that affordable housing often is not what people think it is. Yeah.
1: Well, I will give you my personal yes. story. Okay. I am a single mom, been raising my two girls pretty much on my own for the last five years. So. Wow. Affordable housing, it, to me mm-hmm. is that safe space that you can come home to. at The end of the day, you know, you're with friends or family or doing your hobbies, and you don't need to worry about anything else. Because I remember that, you know, summer coming. You're thinking, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, the, you know, um, I know the electricity bill is going to be a little bit higher. Um, you know, maybe the mortgage rates are fluctuating. No. Am I going to have to pay more this this month? Um, or conversely, in the winter time. You know, the gas bill is going to be yep. a little bit higher, you know, kind of meeting, yeah. always thinking always about thinking how am about I going to meter this out? I've got um, to do this. I've got to do that. Um, and I remember, gosh, I, for the last, even my first couple of years into administration, I still mm-hmm. tutored because I always well, had that yep. thought. of like, oh my gosh, I need to make sure. What's I just next? need to make yeah. sure. So, you know, and then kids so playing true. sports, yes. those oh aren't cheap God. anymore. Yes. Um, gosh, my youngest daughter mm-hmm. cross competed in mm-hmm. competitive cheer.
0: So okay. that means we well, travel. There's a lot, lot of, of stuff there, a lot of travel. Yes. Uniforms. So, yes. All the things. Oh my gosh.
1: The makeup,
0: the hair. Okay, so, so. you are the story. You are the affordable housing story <laughs> that we talk story. about is because so. that's one of the samples is the <gasps> single mom, several kids, a teacher <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that all fills those categories. That's affordable housing.
1: It is. And it's just it's being able to come home. Just breathe that sigh of relief. You've got the space.
0: Yes, I love that. Perfect definition. Thank you. I get my gold star. You do. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) teaching gold star. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. And our standard question here on block by block is: If you had one wish for the world, what would it be?
1: Oh my gosh. I guess I have to give the teacher's (laughs) answer. Okay. (laughs) Um, I would say a book, but I would say Mm. a library Mm. in every child's hands.
0: Awesome. And you have a good library over there?
1: We do. Awesome. We have an amazing librarian. Okay. We have a great library. And another um, I am so excited. It was funny, towards the end of last year. Um, I believe it was through our we're a Title I school, and mm. I believe it was through Title I there was extra funding that came through. So amazing. Yeah, it was towards the end of the school year, and we're like, oh, know, you know, kind of materials to tonight, are bought. Right. What do mm. we what do we do? And they had suggested they're like, well, some class some schools are buying classroom libraries. Okay. So we did that. So it ended up being about an extra three till we got every ordered everything and divided it out. Um, Mm -hmm. My librarian rounded up a team of volunteers to create these classroom libraries, divide all the books. They're level by reading level. Um, Each teacher got about 300 books like novels. Oh, love love it for to be used in the classroom for the kids.
0: It's amazing. So, do they still like have library time where they just like go and do. check things out? They check it out and yes, stuff. Yes, they do. Okay. So
1: we, so library is also also a special. So we have, you know, when they go to library, mm-hmm. music, art, mm-hmm. PE, we have a STEM as well, science and technology. So um, once every six days, they actually go to the library. They have awesome. have a library lesson. They get to yes. check out books then. Yeah, and then so the librarian also has free periods throughout throughout the day where kids well, are able to go if it works into the, the schedule. Well,
0: you campus. just you sparked a memory, mm-hmm. like people say their favorite teachers and all that. I actually had a favorite librarian oh, in elementary right. school that I still remember that was actually impactful to me because she encouraged mm-hmm. me to check out other books then yes. you know and where and what was I interested in and all that. Right. So yeah, oh, the librarians the are important too. Oh
1: my gosh. So yeah, very one of the best. She just Awesome. Everything books. And I remember um, the reading pit, like in my mm, elementary school, we had a reading pit. So when we would go to the library, you would go in and get comfortable in the pit and hear your story.
0: Exactly. And just because I'm curious, and I'm an artist myself as well, how is the arts program? Because I hear good and bad things that arts are being taken out of schools. (sighs) Tell me about that.
1: So I- I feel very fortunate at my school. I have a strong specialist team. Um, We actually do. You'll have to come by in the spring because my specialist team does an Arts Alive Day. Okay. And so they're starting to organize it now. So we have a day dedicated to the arts. So kids will kind of, it's almost like, remember the old field days? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like that. But each rotation is something to do with the arts, music, um, arts, science and technology. Um, so I feel very fortunate. Well, that makes me that, feel better. And that's, yeah. And that's something very, it just, it's no. a cornerstone of our school. Definitely. You know, those getting kids to explore, talking about who okay. they are, right? Yes. yes. So many, we have artists, we have scientists and they just mm. don't know it yet. Love it. So. Yes,
0: that's good, and that that kind of encourages them in high school because I've, yes. I've heard like high school can be get really I can imagine get really tough, yeah. especially with behavior and attention spans and everything else. So right. you're setting the foundation there. So Absolutely. thank you for setting the foundation. Oh,
1: <laughs> that's my pleasure. It really, it's my pleasure and my passion. So.
0: amazing. Good to know. Thank you. For sharing all of that with us. And before we go, we should share the big announcement. Yes, yeah. let's do it. The big announcement is coming up in December. You have graciously welcomed Neighborhood Housing Services of Southern Nevada back to dundero Elementary for our Winter Wonderland 4.0. Yay! Yes. Yeah. So we are plan- in the planning stages right now. So there'll be more information on our website, nhssn.org. But we'll be giving uh, food, blankets, some other supplies, some other surprises to the community. So if you're listening, visit our website for more. Thank you so much for having us. Oh my
1: gosh. We are so honored and to be it's chosen.
0: It's almost Christmas. I think it's going to be your so fast. <laughs> exactly. So yes. fast. As we talked about in the last episode, that's like when you plan so much, it just goes. Time just flies. It does, it does. And for anybody interested in Dondera Elementary, you're in the Spring Valley area, right? We are. Okay. Uh, where can they go to find out more about or who do they contact if they so Absolutely. Desire. So
1: our website, let me get it right, is www.donderodolphins.org. Dolphins
0: Oh yeah, you got the dolphins over there. Yes, yes we That's are. We work. are
1: the dolphins, <laughs> and um, so our webs If you, there's an email option okay. there, so Go all on. those emails come directly to me.
0: Oh, gosh. So awesome! Awesome! Don't You're so involved. Reach Just
1: reach
0: out, <laughs> <and> say hi. <laughs> thank you so much, Terry. Oh, thank
1: thank you. you so much. Yeah. It Has been an absolute. Awesome pleasure to share all the wonderful so, things that really are happening in
0: education. We appreciate you taking the time and I'm good to hear that I'm glad to hear yeah. that so many good things are happening in education special thanks for uh, the nhss broadcast studio goes to u.s bank and all of our sponsor supporters especially you the listeners subscribe to us whenever wherever you get your podcasts like follow share and of course visit my nhssn.org for more about us until next time thanks again
1: and go read a book
0: and go read a book yes <laughs>